Good morning. Waking you up every morning. Get up. Get the F up. It's Tucker and Mora. Are you thinking about giving your lover an adult toy, maybe? Oh. A <laughs> uh, rubber vagina. Thank you, oh, Dad. How did you know? <laughs> oh. oh, isn't that lovely? Yeah. Oh. Huh. oh. Dishwasher safe. Thank you. <laughs> it's going to take some of the awkwardness out of it. Yeah. How thoughtful. Though I don't think I'd put that in with a regular load of dishes. <laughs> Just seems a little inappropriate, right? You know? Yeah. What else would you give a guy? Oh, I think you're thinking like most guys are going to give it to their. There's lots of toys out there for men and women, Tucker. Okay. You got your. uh, I'm kidding. (laughs) (laughs) You got your. uh, No. So, what are the chances that your partner already has a toy? So, do you have a toy? Oh my God, I got some pretty amazing adult toys in my house, but oh, yeah? I'll tell you what, they're all still new in the original packaging. Uh, <laughs> but there's a reason for that. There's well, a reason for that. Well, why are they unused? Because um, there used to be, and there still may be like some traveling sex show, like the everything to do with sex show. Yeah. Was in London, Ontario at one point in time when I worked there doing a morning show. Mm-hmm. And they would send us these gift packages, nice. you know, to promote the show and uh-huh. stuff. And they gave uh, some pretty, like, hardcore <laughs> sex toys. I have this one. Yeah? It's about this long. Oh, baby. With about that much, you know. Yo! It's all see-through. Uh-huh. Like, you can see all the mechanics inside, and there's these gears that turn. Whoa! And bearings that are moving in this direction and that direction. Holy. Then it's got a whole separate other section of it that also... That's going in another direction? do another thing. So you're, it's like multiple stimulation. It's still in its original packaging. In fact, I should bring it in here one day just and just give it, give to, it to somebody. Me. You would... This would be too much for you. <laughs> Bundus? You gotta be up. This is not an entry level toy. This is like when when all the other ones just don't seem to work anymore. You need to go with the most extreme thing. Ah. That's what this is. I also have this other one Mm -hmm. that came in this special. It looks like I've been gifted a samurai sword. You know when they open up a samurai sword it's case, got the case? Yeah. and everything, and then there it is, the Hanzo sword, and you're going to go and save the world with it? Yeah. This thing has a special case, and you open it up, and it's got this, it's the perfectly shaped insert yes. for this piece of glass work. Wow. That's very impressive. Hand blown? It, uh, I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know about that. But it looks like something you would win if you were really smart and mm-hmm. had some level of achievement like it's kind of like in the same box that the Nobel Peace Prize comes in <laughs> just put that up on your mantle like hanging yeah, up on the yeah. wall you put it up there and then people would open it up and be like ooh what's oh, this yes. fancy glassworking it's like oh well it's a sex toy <laughs> also uh, not in the original packaging but still never used Wow. Yeah, it's just not uh, our jam, I you guess. You know, it's interesting. You don't need something so elaborate. I, sure. I went into a store and ended up walking out with something that has 20 different settings. I can't get past setting number three. <laughs> you know? <laughs> so what are the odds that your partner already has one of these in a samurai sword box and you don't even know just over half of people say they own an adult toy but women are much more likely to have one than Mm. a guy 
57% of women say they have one versus 44% of men. 44% of men. That's yeah. still a lot of men. That's almost half a man. I, I honestly can't think of one person I know that's admitted to owning a sex toy. Like a guy, you mean? Like a guy. Yeah. yeah. What are you hiding in your bedroom, Bundus? Me? What do you got in there? Oh, what's in that drawer? <laughs> what's in that drawer, How did you Bundus? know it was a drawer? Oh. <laughs> Could you imagine finding a bag with thousands of dollars inside? What would you do? I mean, do you, do you turn it into police or do you keep it for yourself? A teen is being praised for finding a bag of cash and taking it to the police station. Thousands of dollars in cash. She said when she found it, she said she felt like she was in a movie because she oh, she was like in a plaza. She noticed this mesh bag on the ground. She opens it up. It's stacked with cash and checks. Oh. There's nearly $30,000 oh. worth of deposits. She from, handed it right over. She just, you know, she did the right thing. Yeah, I guess she did. I, that's, she said... I don't know if that's what I would do. She said the first thing that came to mind was whoever lost this bag must be freaking out. Yeah, unless it's like some drug dealer. 100%. That's what it was. You know. No, no. you know what it was? No way. It yeah, was yeah, like they found from, out, they figured out whose money it is, didn't It was they? from a local business in the plaza. Uh, a dental office had like got taken the deposits from the day and I'm sure somebody was supposed to go to the bank with them and it obviously fell out of their lap or something when they were getting in the car no what way. you're shaking your dental office is a front for a drug house <laughs> no, no, no way nobody carries Careful. thirty thousand. no way that's your guess but i'll tell you something i would have handled myself differently oh yeah what would you have done i would have held on to the money and waited to see who was missing that money i would have uh would have been like stashing it somewhere and mm-hmm. then i would if it's like this mom and pop business that's going to go under without it the money's going back Right. If I don't hear anybody complain about losing the money, then I know that it was all, <laughs> no. you know, drug money or something. Yeah, then, then I'm, gotta, I'm holding on to it. You got to look over your shoulder everywhere you go because what if one of those drug lords know you have the cash? She did well, the Then right I'll be like, thing. I'll take you to it. I know exactly where it is. I just didn't want to uh, give it to the wrong person. Here, by all means, here's your money back. Or also, I'd look in this and be like, it's a dentist's office. You know, they're probably doing okay. Right, right 30 right. grand. You know, maybe that's a good life lesson. <laughs> no, good life lesson. <laughs> the majority of us say we're actually cheating on our partner with food. Oh, oh no. <laughs> no, you didn't. <laughs> I was thinking you were going one way with that, and then all of a sudden, I'm like, oh, boy. <laughs> You got me, Maura. <laughs> I was like, I'm not cheating on my wife. How do you know? Right. What do you know? Who what, told you that? How, how is everyone cheating on their partner? But then when you say it's not sex, it's food, Ooh, I'm like, uh, oh, maybe I am. Yeah, 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 yeah. What do you got? 71% of us say we make secret unhealthy food choices behind our partner's back on purpose. Oh, I'm so glad I don't have to do that. I actually think that's part of the reason why I find beer cans under the couch and they're not left out on the coffee table. Just your husband doesn't want you keeping a track record keeping of everything a track, you have? Yeah. I found something underneath the coffee table the other day, like a whole meal, essentially. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, what the hell is this? Yeah. Because we kind of have a deal that we're not going to be ordering food. We're trying to save money. Oh, and he ordered food. Mm. So he is cheating on you with food. Yeah, he totally I, is. Yeah, <laughs> I don't have to do that with Deb because I don't have too many bad food habits. I mean, I do definitely could eat less. Yeah, but I don't find myself You're not sneaking craving. around. 
Yeah. Or hiding, you know, packaging underneath something in the garbage <laughs> so she doesn't see it. Yeah. That's never happened. 55% of us have hidden food from our partner somewhere in the house. <laughs> like you bury something somewhere. Like squirrels, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you must have to hide stuff from your daughter. Just from- weed. But, um- <laughs> Would you be okay with going out for Valentine's Day on February 15th instead of the 14th? It's a smart move because restaurants usually jack up their prices on Valentine's Come on. Day. Come on. Oh, yeah. Like the menu is different that the, one day? The prefix menus that a lot of restaurants offer on Valentine's Day is actually a bit of a money grab. Oh, I would not go back to a place if I found out that they jacked up the price for that one day for the same thing. Unless it was a totally different special and they created a Valentine's menu. Well, most restaurants do. Like, imagine you went into McDonald's and a large fry is normally like two fifty, whatever it costs. But on Valentine's, but on Valentine's <laughs> Day, they said it was $4. <laughs> that would be enough for me to never want to go back there yeah. ever again. Now, of course, McDonald's doesn't do that but if another restaurant did i'd be pissed yeah there is this movement to push the celebration to the next day yeah plus you're gonna get cheaper flowers cheaper chocolate cheaper gifts everything goes on sale i guess i should probably boycott flower stores because they always charge more for roses around valentine's day totally do and then they're way marked off but i never buy them i just stay away from it yeah, you never buy flowers. I hate Valentine's Day. I, I hate being told. I hate being told when up. to be romantic. Right. And granted, I probably am not romantic enough mm-hmm. through the regular year, and I'll have to buy a card and do something. But I just do it begrudgingly. <laughs> Why don't you buy Deb something really pretty from Victoria's Secret that she's going to put in a bag for Value Village that I'll get to go through before yeah. you drop it off, and then I'll get it. Yeah, you should just come <laughs> lingerie shopping with me, knowing that you're going to be on the receiving end of it. <laughs> You know, she still doesn't know. I let you go through all the bags of clothes I was supposed to bring to Value Village. I slept in, I think, your Valentine's Day gift for her last year. I slept in it last night. Oh, did you? Beautiful negligee. Oh, great. Yeah, Matt loves it. Yeah, I bet. (laughs) Stop bringing this up, all right? I don't like this. How about this? Guy giving you $25,000, all you have to do is set him up with a girlfriend. Seems like he wants one of those, like, matchmaker people. You know, you can hire yeah. somebody to be, like, a matchmaker he for you. He doesn't want that. What he just he, want? he just wants access to women he isn't meeting on dating apps. He doesn't even like dating apps anymore. Oh, okay. Feels like people treat people poorly on them. What's wrong with this guy, though? Well, the thing is, <laughs> I when I'm... Thumbs up. Okay, I'm going to play you. He's got a website. Okay. It's called datejeffg.com. Oh, Jeff G. Yeah, you can go there if you want. Datejeffg.com. This is, uh, you know, kind of the audio spiel. Dating is expensive. There's a lot of dates, dinners, drinks. So we just took how much it took a month, basically, and how many months it would take to find a significant other through the current means. So we offered a reward for that. I'd rather that money go to somebody who's interested in helping me along in this quest rather than all the businesses that are associated with dating. Mm. So take a look around. If you like what you see, maybe we'll be chatting soon. Mm, Jeff G. He actually sounds pretty cool. I thought he sounded like a little bit of a ween there, but uh, <laughs> I will tell you when you when you look him up and you read some of the write up on this guy, he seems like he's got it together. Uh, this was a bit of a red flag here. Mm-hmm. He describes himself. Uh, he says, "My friends describe me as a light-hearted jackass." <laughs> mm. 
this was also I wasn't I didn't love this part. He says he was a chunk of monk as a kid. Okay, but health and fitness are super important to him now. So what's wrong with that? He's super yeah. ripped. There's a picture of him yeah. with his shirt Guys, off. I he's can't pretty get ripped. He's forty seven. He's forty seven, and he has a six pack. What do you mean you can't get the website? www.datejeffg as in like the letter G dot com. He's got like a six pack and everything. And um, oh yeah, he's a little too ripped. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He goes, health and fitness are super important to me. You can't do all the fun things in life without feeling good. Plus, I love the competitive atmosphere. I went from being a little chunk of monk of a kid to having a six pack. Uh, he, yeah, said, he said he lists his BMI at nine percent. Oh, the fact that he even lists that, that is so no. hard to keep nine percent body fat. Yeah, this guy's not going to like go out and have like a elaborate fatty meal. Uh, he looks he looks all right. I mean, I see the jackass thing, though. <laughs> <laughs> you do. Right? A little so, bit, yeah. If you can set up this guy with a girlfriend, you'll get $25,000. He says that uh, I've run with the bulls in Spain, jumped out of a few airplanes, and have been known to snowboard wearing my pink bunny costume. Oh, jackass. <laughs> Total jackass. Really? I also like keeping it low-key. Oh. Trying out a new restaurant, having drinks around a fire with close friends, or just hanging out with my dog, Gunner. Oh, Gunner. <laughs> yeah. Gunner. Yeah, it's kind of a broski, eh, with a dog with named the, Gunner. Yes, and he, in this website on the main page, he's wearing a swimsuit, and it's the American flag. Okay. Well, he's American. <laughs> Yeah, that, those American flag swim trunks are a bit obnoxious. <laughs> I think Moore's intuition, bit of a ween, was correct. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think it was tough. I said I thought he sounded oh. like a bit of a ween. But, uh, oh, and by the way, it looks like you might have to live in Kansas, too, and I don't know. I'm looking at the pink bunny suit right now. Yeah, and? Bit of a ween. <laughs> bit of a ween. <laughs> DateJeffG.com if you want to make 25 grand or if you think he could be the right one for you. I think today should be a very special day for our one and only Mora. Me? Because today is Make a Friend Day. National Make a Friend Day. And I thought to myself, you know who needs a friend oh, is Mora. <laughs> Like, Mora's got, like, us here, obviously, uh, you know, all socialized with Mora from time to time. But really, <laughs> what it comes down to, I feel like Mora doesn't have enough friends oh, in her life no, that stop. are... that Because you and your husband get along so well, and you, you spend all your time, your free time that you have together. But if he's working, I kind of feel like you're just blowing have, in the wind. I have friends. When's I, the last time? Uh, yes. You went out for dinner with just another woman. Uh, it would have been in the fall. Is that long ago? That would have, would have been November. Who's this friend of yours? Her that we, name yeah, does is she, it's a, it would Veronica. Be a made up name. That's no, made up. It's Veronica. Veronica. She's a mom. Okay. And she's got a daughter the same age as mine. And we met in the distillery district, Took her, let her kids run around for a bit, and then went out for dinner after. Great. That sounds like fun. The beginning of a new friendship. How many times have you seen her since? She just had a newborn. Oh, and so she's they're moving, they're moving to Mimico, and oh, we're not yeah, like neighbors yeah, anymore. Yeah. So that one's done. That one's done. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> When's the last time you went out for dinner with someone that you have been friends with for five years or more? That would have been you 
uh, last week. I don't week. count. I don't Why count. Why don't you count? You know, it makes Tucker uncomfortable when I say that he's my best no, friend. No, I don't think <laughs> that doesn't make me uncomfortable. Because I'm flattered because I love spending time with you. It doesn't go the other way. No. He, I'm not his best yeah. friend, but he's my best friend. <laughs> I love spending time with Maura. It's but I'm a not pleasure. your best friend. Just say it. But I have <laughs> lots of friends, some that I've been close with, that I see regularly since grade seven or five be- or six. You know what I mean? because you don't believe that a woman can be your best friend. No, that's not true because I've got a lot of great women friends. I have a hard time saying my wife is my best friend. Mm-hmm. I know that sounds awful. Yes, it My does. wife is like <laughs> my partner in life. Uh-huh. But I also have friends that go further back and are, it's a different kind of, it's almost like a, a blood family member. So if you've got Deb in one arm hanging over the edge of a cliff yeah, and oh. one of these blood brothers that you're talking about and you can only pull one up. Sophie's who? choice. You're going to turn uh, <laughs> well, this on me? Sorry. Okay, let uh, me think about this for a second. <laughs> you're, now, I will say, yes. if I accidentally drop Deb and I pull up one of my buddies. Yes. I'm going to get like a bit of an insurance settlement out of this. As long as they deem it wasn't intentional. Oh, for the love of God. If I pull up uh, Deb and I drop one of my friends, I get no monetary compensation whatsoever. Uh Uh-huh. I also feel like my kids need to have a mother as long as they can have a mother in their life. On this one, I'm going to go with Deb. I'm going to save Deb. But it's a tough decision. It's not like an obvious thing. <laughs> right answer. Yeah, yeah. Of course, it's going to be my wife. I love that you really had to think that through. Because yeah. if I was on, uh, you know, holding your hand and uh-huh. Matt's hand on the edge of a cliff. Oh, I know. I'm dropping you. You're dropping me every time. <laughs> Most romantic places in the world to propose. They just came out with a list. Like, this is all of the world. And a place in Ontario has landed in the top three. Oh. Okay. Yeah, where would that be? Well, think about it. Well, that'd be the top of the CN Tower or something cheesy like that? I mean, that? some of these places, I can't even believe we beat these places. Okay. Windsor Castle, you're in at number 10. Oh, I That's thought where... you were going to say Windsor, Ontario. No. Overlooking the Detroit River. No. <laughs> Windsor Castle. <laughs> yeah, no, okay, okay. Windsor you know where Castle. Harry and Meghan got married? Yeah, 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 that, yeah. Right there. In front of the Colosseum in Rome. Okay. During a cruise on the Seine in Paris, although that is like so touristy. There's sure, going to be a million. It's going to be a million tourists around you with their selfie yeah. stick out. Maybe you go on a quiet you. night or something. A canal cruise in Amsterdam. Yeah, I did that. That was a bit cheesy too, but yeah. it, was, it was nice to see. Well, we took a wrong turn and ended up in the red light district. Might yeah. not be as romantic if you're planning on proposing. Uh, on top of the enter- uh, Empire State Building, in at number six. Okay, number five, the London Eye. That's that big Ferris wheel. Yeah. That's romantic. Yeah, again, you could have 30 people on there, yeah, or 40 people. When you're on the Ferris wheel, there's nobody sitting. It's going to be you and your lover, not, and then. On the London Eye you're talking about? Yeah. Yeah, you know, that when you go into the little, like, gondola whatever you want to call it uh-huh. it's as big as this room no yeah yeah it's massive so there's going to be other people with yeah you. Oh. unless you somehow can rent out the whole thing okay. it's like the size of a yeah number four riding a gondola in venice okay here we are at number three in ontario oh and right. it is yes niagara falls really oh my god you know yeah. I, w- I would rather like overlooking a vineyard niagara on the lake you know, something mm. like that. Prince Edward County, If it's maybe. at night and the falls are lit up, and again, it's quiet. You don't have tourists everywhere. I it's never see it. quiet. Think about the yeah. rushing water. It'd be like, you're on your knees, and I'm like, what? Did you, <laughs> what did you say? You dropped something? 
<laughs> you dropped. Are you proposing? Or did you just drop something? I love you. Right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's what you're saying. Eiffel Tower number one in Central Park in New York okay. is there too. Is there ever been a time when Valentine's Day really worked and pushed you over the edge into a romantic relationship you didn't see coming? That was like on the cusp Yeah, they, they kind of make it seem like it's this magical day to make it all happen. But to me, Valentine's Day is to love uh-huh. what New Year's Eve is to partying. It's just always a letdown. Yeah. Unless you go in with really low expectations Mm -hmm. it's never going to live up to the standard people have set and that's why you know i kind of get annoyed when like i'm told i have to be romantic on this day yeah i get you valentine's day works on me i gotta say it has on the past i remember having a romantic dinner at Tironi in Toronto on Adelaide. Oh, oh, Tironi. Yes, the the bubbly was flowing. We were having oysters, which by the way, are a proven aphrodisiac. And at that Valentine's Day dinner, I told my boyfriend at the time, that I loved him. I said, I love, I love you. Drop in the elbow. I dropped the elbow. For the first time? For the first time. And it was based on that night out. Yeah, and then we went to the stag shop afterwards. Uh-oh. Yeah. Where's the music? Yeah, okay. <laughs> and we picked up an adult video. But it was that one from the, the bargain bin. Oh, that had boy. the like the people wearing the Shane. like capes and stuff. I'm like, what is this? It was like Shane. two bucks. It was not a good purchase. Shame. Yeah, it kind of ruined the whole night. <laughs> there were literally people in capes. Shame. Let me ask you this. Yes. How long had you been dating this person before you dropped the I love you on Valentine's? Four months. Okay. So you were already in. What I want to know is like, were you on the fence about this guy that whole four months? No. Yeah, so different story. What, what? what I'm wondering is, tell, and if somebody, if we could get one person, I would be amazed. Somebody who wasn't into somebody, but through a Valentine's date experience, yes. they were won over. Caroline, what was your experience with going out on a date on Valentine's Day? I'm going on 10 years, and our first date was Valentine's Day. Oh, wow. But... Were you into him when you went on that first date, or were you really just, like, on the fence about it? I was on the fence about it. We met up at a restaurant, and he showed up with roses. He did? That seems so cheesy to me today, but, you know. And did you know him before? Like, how did you have your first date on Valentine's Day? That's a lot of pressure. We worked in the same place and asked me if I wanted to go out with him, so I said okay. And you guys are married now? We're married, and we have a baby girl now. And Jeez, oh. and it all started with February 14th, the day we're all told to be romantic. Yep. What was the restaurant, out of curiosity? It was Moxie's. It's got a sexy vibe, right? Yeah. Low lighting? Well, the, the problem with Moxie's is that there's tons of hot women there. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, honestly... I don't know. I'd be afraid maybe to bring someone there on a first date because they'd be like, 
You mean the wait staff is the always wait staff attractive, male or female? They're all just, sexy. They're all hot. Right. Everybody, it's like they handpick just the hot ones. Right, right, right. Whenever I go to Moxie's, I never go on a date. I only go to pick up the bartenders and the hosts. Oh. Yeah, the there you go. That's like that's why I go there. Yeah. yeah. Thanks a lot for sharing your story and congratulations on 10 years. Thank you. The biggest sexual fantasy for both men and women is more often than not going to turn out terribly if you actually try it. Okay. We've talked about the biggest sexual fantasy across the board. More than one partner, right? Threesomes. 95% of men and 87% of women have fantasized about a threesome. But what goes wrong when you actually try it out? Well, I know what happened to you. You got neglected and you just left the room. <laughs> but that was a foursome. That was, wasn't it? yeah, several people. And yeah. you were just... Well, I was just kind of a spectator and then I left. a part of it yeah. at all. Yeah. So uh, the thing that experts say is that people don't set specific boundaries beforehand and there needs to be a discussion about what's okay and what's not okay. Yeah. So... Experts say it usually plays out in your mind much differently than it plays out in reality. And I know that men, too, suffer from performance anxiety if they have to please uh, several people. Huh. Right? <laughs> you could you could be you could be getting it's in a your lot head. of pressure. Yeah, a lot of pressure could be. Like getting all of a sudden you're the kicker much. and a field goal wins the Super Bowl and it's uh <laughs> you know like a fifty yarder, it's a big, huge kick you gotta make. Laces out. Yeah. Laces out, yeah. <laughs> you got, you know, the whole world watching <laughs> and you gotta go up and hopefully kick it through the uprights. Yeah, and sometimes and yeah. sometimes you just it's crack yeah. you crack under pressure. Laces are in the wrong direction. Laces out. <laughs> That's exactly what I'm talking yeah. about. Yeah, I could see how that would happen. I've never experienced that. I, never? Uh, well, I know. I, no. I mean, not the disappointment. I'm sure lots of people have <laughs> experienced the disappointment of being with me, but it's the idea of having to please more than one person at the same time. Yes. Closest I came to that happening. What? I don't even want to get into what? it. Come on. We just talked about a. No, nah, it was a bunch of people in a basement in the dark in high school. Right, hands were roaming, <laughs> all consenting <laughs> right. teenagers. Right, yes, yes. yeah, yeah. It's not as bad as the one I uh, had with mine. And I, can you even tell this story? I, I, I don't even know if you can. It's yeah. not going to go in the direction you think it's going to oh, go. Okay. okay. So I had two lovely women in a bed with me. Wow. Whoa. Okay. We're, we're uh, having a great time. Yes. And from down the hallway, there was a party going on at, at a friend's house. Okay. We're Everybody the, consenting adults. Everyone's consenting adults. I got you. I'm in the bedroom. Uh-huh. And I hear this noise coming down from the hallway. Uh-huh. I hear this marching. And these guys going left. Right, left, right, left, and they're banging this, like, it sounded like a broom or something onto the floor. Yes. They barge into the room, Uh two of my friends, in full hockey gear, hockey helmets, gloves, sticks. Your friends suck. (laughs) I'm sorry. They dropped the gloves, and they started fighting in front of me me in the bed with these these women. What a C block. They (laughs) stole our clothes and then ran away. Your friends. They're the worst. They are. Terrible. You can't trust those guys. Why are they still your friends? This is the same group of friends that lit you on fire when you were sick in Miami at that stag weekend. Same group of friends. Oh, my God. 
part. I would be. See, guys, experts say the threesome will never play yeah. out as you actually envisioned it to. You're either going to disappoint people or your friends are going to disappoint you. <laughs> I got it. You know those people stuck on the cruise ship under the coronavirus quarantine? Yeah. Man, they are not only dealing with like the fear of infection, they're also dealing with severe boredom. And an adult website has stepped up, Tucker, and offered <laughs> everybody on the boat free pornography. <laughs> Isn't pornography already free well, for the most part? Not this one. Okay. This is just to help them pass the time. It's um, Cam Soda. I don't know if you guys know this place. I, I know what Cam means. Yeah. So, this so this is, is like specific... where people get on there and there's people doing live shows yeah, for them? This is not like a typical pornographic website. This is live camming. Mm. So you could like message the girls and be like, do this, and then they'll do it on the camera for you. Kind of yeah, thing. or yeah. the guys. Or the guys. And so it's like interactive, yeah. I guess you could say. Just to keep uh, people's minds off the coronavirus, the CEO of this website says we're we're offering passengers and crew the ability to have some fun in a safe and controlled environment. You know what the awkward part for me would be if I was on that cruise ship and I got that offer? What? It's the fact that my wife is also quarantined in the room with me. <laughs> Are you sure you don't have to go to the bathroom again? I need to stay in there a little longer next time and, uh, you know, take your time. I don't need to get in there. Before, any... like, what are you doing in the bathroom oh, yeah. still, Tucker? <laughs> are you okay? Oh, you're telling me I need to go into the bathroom? <laughs> the Wi-Fi signal's terrible in there. I think it's all the tile. Oh. Yeah. Only works when I'm close to the balcony. Ah, uh, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. <laughs> yeah. Can't go out on the balcony either because they got cameras all over this boat watching it 24-7. This so. might change yeah. everything in a relationship, though, because if you and your wife are really bored and you open up the webcam website, next thing you know, you guys are experimenting in things you've never tried before. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I wonder if, you know, I I have a feeling that this experience is going to hurt some relationships. Yes. When they realize that when there's nothing going on, they have nothing to say to each other. Yes. But then other relationships that may have been struggling, Uh they might come out with, like, a new connection that will be unbreakable. You know what I mean? Two weeks of nothing but just, like, hanging out in a room might be what the doctor ordered for some people. (laughs) Do you think it would help your relationship or hinder it? Uh, that's a great question. <laughs> what are the top jobs where men are most likely to still be single at 40? Okay, wait a second. You're making it sound like that's a bad yeah, thing. Yeah, it's not. No. And you'll notice the number one job where you're most likely to still be single People are most definitely doing it by choice. Yeah, because like, they're like slaying, probably. Slaying. Is one of the jobs a rock star? <laughs> no, but it should be. Hollywood A-lister? Okay, let me go. Here's the okay. top, top three jobs where you're most likely to still be single uh-huh. at 40. Okay? Gotcha. Number three, airport security screener. I have no idea why, but you know the people who help move your baggage through the x-ray machine and yeah, all that stuff. the wand people. Yeah. Well, they get a, a little touchy in there, you know, and then. 
<laughs> guess, uh, uh, number two, tile installer. Maybe that's because you don't want to be in a relationship where someone's like, let's do the bathroom again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I Seriously. want a new backsplash. Or, um, <laughs> hey, my sister has an issue with the tile. Do you right. mind going over there and just looking at it? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> or maybe what it is. I don't know if you've ever seen people who do tile work. Yeah. They're on their knees a lot. <laughs> Uh-huh. And maybe people find that irresistible. <laughs> and they just are getting so much action <laughs> from all the people that are throwing themselves at them oh. that they don't want to get locked down and yeah. burdened by some monogamous relationship. Yeah. You know, the guy who did the tile in my bathroom was this hot Russian yeah. guy. Right. And he's a bit of an artist. You know, he Whoa. laid out all the tiles to make sure the the lines met up before he put the tile in place. That's what they do. I was like, oh, God. I got something else you can line up. <laughs> oh, yeah. Are you ready for the number one job where people are most likely to still be single over 40? Um, and this is for guys. Okay. It is bartender. Of course it's bartender. Yeah. And let me tell yeah, you something. Yeah, yeah, As someone who owns a bar and has a couple of guys tending it, they tell me that they could literally create their own phone book. They've got so many phone numbers. Yeah. Every day they're getting numbers. Exactly. So again, aside from this, even the security screener, maybe that is a great job when you're single because you're constantly meeting new people. Yeah, from all over the world. That are coming through there. Yeah. And maybe you're connecting with people. I don't know what that job's like. Maybe everybody's not an a-hole that goes through there and annoyed <laughs> when you like, stop them. Have you ever gone through airport security and seen them smile? Because I yeah. haven't. <laughs> no. I, no. Not in Toronto, but in other places. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Yeah, they're not usually flirtatious. Like, oh, what's in this pocket of your bag? Yeah. Okay, so what about for the ladies? Top three jobs? Oh, with- God. Is this story not over yet? No. <laughs> we got a whole other half. Okay. okay with, yeah, uh, give it to where me. Where women are most likely um, still to be single over four. Bartender was in the top 10. Yeah, but not top three. Not top three. Top okay. three is personal care worker. Oh, like a, almost like a home nurse? Yeah, or? home nurse, yeah. Veterinary assistant. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Number one, postal clerk. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Not the same thing. All pretty hot jobs. <laughs> I don't know if the postal clerk is collecting as many phone numbers as the bartender is, but there you go. So how long does it take the average woman to climax? We now know down to the nearest second. Is that average woman with me or with somebody else? Fungus, <laughs> <laughs> how much time do you need? <laughs> Don't even ask him. I know the answer is going to make us all cringe. No, I, I, I would say like somewhere between 10 to 15 minutes would uh, be like respectable, enjoyable, okay. and you hit the spot. Right. Okay. Okay. So the average woman takes 13 minutes and 28 seconds to climax. They asked almost 700 women from 20 different countries to use a stopwatch, mm-hmm. and that was the average pretty interesting they also found out the most effective position so waste your time dude you don't have time okay what position should you get to well, immediately well it would be something where the woman is in control i would guess that's right because uh you know 
You only you know yourself better than anybody right. else, right? So you know what it is? What is it? It's the cowgirl. <laughs> oh yeah. Nice, nice. It's the cowgirl. All right. You're welcome, Thank guys. You, Thank you very much. You're very Thank welcome. You. I'm sure uh, <laughs> I have no idea what to do with this information. <laughs> But thank you for providing it anyway. You're so welcome. Don't you hate when you make a recommendation about something to someone and then all of a sudden it turns into this whole, well, you better be right. (laughs) And I I made a horrible mistake. Mm -hmm. I made the mistake of recommending a massage therapist to Mora. And already she's just booked an appointment to see her and she's already like, oh, she better be deep tissue like you said <laughs> yeah well you said you've never had somebody crush your back like this woman did it was and too much i was sore for days yeah, after it. that's the kind of massage i love yeah but you're like oh it's probably just you're a wuss yeah. <laughs> you probably just can't take a massage and i'm gonna go in there and Fungus. it's gonna be like feathers on my back what do you think do you think Tucker's a wuss in these massages. Like, <laughs> probably. Yeah, yeah, but yeah I t- probably. I, I'll yeah, tell you yeah. that I don't like a deep tissue massage. In fact, after that time when she really dug in there, yeah. I saw no benefit at all in feeling pain for the next couple of days. So the next time I saw her, I said, look, I'm not into that. I don't need the work done. Uh, mm-hmm. Just go easier, and she did, and she just laid off a bit, and then amazing, you know, like a because it's amazing. You're a wuss. wuss, yeah, right. If I wasn't <laughs> such a ween, yeah, I'd be able to handle some stiff fingers and a little pressure. Oh yeah, but because I'm not, I can't. <laughs> and now I've recommended her to Mora, yeah, and so I, I've already, I already regret it. I Honestly, I, I want you to cancel the appointment and not go. <laughs> I've never once asked somebody to lay off on pressure. As a matter of fact, I used to go see this MMA fighter because yeah. he would destroy me. He, I literally felt like my entire back was bruised from the neck down. He would do cupping on me too. Do you know what cupping is? Yeah, yeah. yeah you leave looking like a ladybug. Yeah. <laughs> right? What Bruce. I want is I want like a professional boxer to just start punching your back. I won't feel anything. Here's the thing. Until you're crying. And then we'll see if you can feel the pressure now. How's that for pressure (laughs) in the middle of your back? (laughs) You know what? Women have a higher threshold for pain. I'm telling you this right now. Because you got more body fat than men. Yeah, but look at you and I. Okay? Yeah. Your stomach is probably equal to my ass. <laughs> right? If you what put are you my, talking if about? If you put my butt next to your stomach, yeah. it's probably the same. Yeah, and I bet if I, with that said, if I put my butt next to yours, it would be half the size. <laughs> yes. So I make up for it in other places, well, like yo. my. I know, I'm not ripping on your gut. I'm just saying yeah. that we probably have pretty equal body fat. Okay, well, we'll see. Women have a higher threshold for pain. I'm pretty sure that's been scientifically proven. I remember when I made the choice for a restaurant member when we all went out for dinner before Christmas yeah. with our boss and I made a recommendation. Maura was all about right before we went, but this better be good. <laughs> better be good. Or, you know, we'll know we've made a horrible mistake trusting Tucker. You're just one of those people where I just wish I would have kept my mouth shut. I bet you any money I'm going to have to ask her to push harder, and then we will know for a fact 
Then I'm a ween. You Weenie are wuss. a ween. 100% confirmed. Actually, I'm going to ask her to give me the exact same pressure that she gives you. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'll ask. You think she remembers? I don't know. I'll just uh, say, you know, the guy, the weenie guy. You know, the weenie just, guy who <laughs> told you to lay off after the first time he went and saw you? Yeah, that guy. Welcome to the party. It wouldn't be a party without you. Energy 95.3.